Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Mint Door. I'm Dr. Laura Schwint. And I'm Dr. Karen Tindall. And today we are welcoming as our guest, Linda Sherman. To know Linda is to know someone who lives an authentic life. She talks fast, laughs loud, and not cannot turn away a slice of cheese pizza. Linda is a practicing clinician, CDA and EFDA, and she has accomplished the tasks of being a writer, speaker, and consultant in the dental profession. She is the founder of the non-profit organization, The Dental Oral Care Project, the owner and consultant with EcoSmiles Dentistry, and the owner of the eco-friendly dental subscription box, Get Mouthy. She is a strong advocate for saving teeth, and saving the planet, and you will find her advocating for both topics. On a personal note, her husband of 23 years, Jeffrey, and their vivacious 10-year-old daughter, Savannah, enjoy spending time together voting on Lake Erie. We can't wait for you to hear this episode. Stay tuned. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Mint Door Podcast. I'm Dr. Laura Schwinn. And I'm Dr. Karen Tindall. And today we have Linda Sherman with us. Linda, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Of course, it's my pleasure, ladies. I'm so excited. Cool. We're going to jump right in and we're going to start off with our rapid fire questions. It's kind of a this and that game. So let's get straight into it. Linda, do you hair dry or air dry your hair? Oh my gosh. You know my hair. It's a curly, curly mess. Like it just air dries. It's all natural. Totally. As I've seen a hair dryer, I don't know how long. We use hair dryers in my house to heat up hockey sticks. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta take the blades off of them. Anyhow. Yep. yep. That's awesome. That's a great yep. use of a hair dryer. I've seen mm-hmm. that happen in my house too. So I get it. All right. Heels or tennies? Oh, I'm getting old these days. Tennis shoes. Yeah. Yoga pants or jeans? Oh, yoga pants. Oh, I love them. <laughs> All right. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Oh, a night owl by far. And if you had to go on a trip, would you be going to the mountains or the ocean? Oh, the ocean. Absolutely. I've seen pictures of you at the ocean quite often. I love the ocean. There's just something about the body of of water. I I love the science. I love the earth. I mean, obviously, I, I love the ocean. Yeah. Feeling my skin. You love the ocean in many ways. And we'll get to that in the podcast. Awesome. Breakfast or no breakfast? Coffee. Breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. Would you like to eat in or would you like to eat out? Eat out because then I don't have to cook it or clean it. Yay. (laughs) How about movies or Netflix? Oh, son of a gun. Um, you know what? I'm lazy, so I like Netflix, but I really enjoy movies. I like good movies. Yeah, awesome. When you're reading, would you prefer a book or a Kindle? A book. Mm. And a highlighter and some post-it notes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. How about cat or dog? Oh, I love our kitty cat. If they were like Cheeto, I would say a cat, but ultimately at the end of the day, dog. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. I love that name, by the way. He looks like a Cheeto. (laughs) If you, when you're going out to eat out, um, would you be ordering a burger or a salad? 
Oh, I've been a vegetarian since I was 12 years old, uh, longer than probably most people been um, alive at this point. So salad. <laughs> Yay. All right. And then on the weekend, do you prefer Saturdays or Sundays? Saturdays, because I know tomorrow's Sunday. <laughs> uh, nice. Awesome. Well, that gets us nice and warmed up and gives us some hints as to what we're going to be talking about today, too. So I love that. Um, thanks for letting us get to know you a little bit. Um, what I'd like to talk about first is you really believe in the importance of authenticity, both in personal life and professional life. Can you highlight for us why that's so important to you? You know, it just feels good. It feels good to be yourself. Um, sometimes you have to discover yourself, you know, right? I believe that authenticity lies in your your inner voice, right? You you have to learn to live or, or you know, just to feel those gut instincts, right? And once you learn to, to feel it and to listen, you know, nothing feels better than being yourself. And there's just so much comfort in it. And I, I enjoy, I enjoy being myself. So there's so much truth to dance like no one's watching, you know, because it's just it's free and it feels good. And I think that everybody should feel good. Right. So that's why it's important to me. I love that. I love the, that you connect it to how you feel, because ultimately, I mean, that's what makes us do things repeatedly is if something feels good. Absolutely. You know, we've all tried to change ourselves, right? I mean, we've heard of, you know, the good old imposter syndrome and things like that. And it takes so much effort. I mean, agree. I mean, we've all done that, I'm sure at this point, it just takes so much effort and energy to not be yourself. And mm -hmm. there's no fun in that. I mean, I've had to do that. I mean, I have a, a quite, um, um, you know, a colorful personality sometimes. And I feel like, you know, I've, I've had other people make me feel like I've, needed to tone it down or change it a bit. And, and I've done that. And you know what? It's uncomfortable. Mm. At some point you realize, I mean, seriously, like why, why, why would I even do that to myself? Mm. I mean, it's just stupid, right? It's stupid. I mean, I don't live for anybody else. I want to have fun. So be oh. yourself. Darn it. Just listen to your inner voice. The first thing that comes to mind, that's what it is. Go do it. Oh, great advice. Thank you. Woo. Yeah. One thing you said when you were talking then is about what makes you feel good. And we know that what makes you feel good personally is part of like living an environmentally conscious lifestyle. So we were wondering if you have any tips um, that you could share with us about how we can all live a little bit more of a conscious being conscious of the environment, but also in regards to like our personal selves, like how can like when we look after ourselves, how can we be environmentally conscious as we do that? Oh, I have so many tips, but let's just start with like basic listeners. Like we're at home, right? One of the, I think the most important things to realize that we need to change is just to eliminate the plastic bottle. I know that recycling is important, but we need to really eliminate the plastic bottle. You know, we love the environment and your trash isn't going anywhere. Like it does not disappear. There's no fairy that comes and makes it poop. You know what? Your taxes is paying for rent for a landfill to hold your garbage. And there's a billion of us doing it. And so be accountable for that, right? And by being accountable, the first approach, I think, is eliminate the plastic bottle. However, that looks like in your household. You know, in my household, it looks like shampoo. 
And I need, I need good hair care. I mean, you, you have seen my, my hair. I need good hair care. I don't go crazy with it. It just needs to have, you know, good moisturizers, what have you. But I find that shampoo bar, it's really great. It, it really is great. And I've, I've made other alternatives, right? But think about your laundry detergent. Mm-hmm. So you can change to those sheets. I've done that, right? So eliminating those plastic bottles. I mean, even when it comes to your cleaners, things like that, I think that's the very first start that you can, the concept of is eliminating those, those plastic bottles. Now we're going to get into recycling. So absolutely, if you recycle, just take it up one more notch and recycle your glass jars, take the metal lids off, right? You have to separate those, but plastic goes on plastic. If it's a little plastic, you put it in other little plastic containers. So I know we don't have all day, but I think that's just the most simple tips that you can do at home is try your best to eliminate the plastic bottles at all in general, however that looks like, get to more of those soap bars, right? And then the other things that you can recycle, recycle those, reuse them, and then you can slowly become more aware, and then you can transition to bigger and better things from there. Good tips? Good tips. I love them. And I would love to see at conferences, no water bottles plastic water bottle, right? Like glasses, bring your own reusable water bottle, that type of thing, right? Wouldn't that be great? Well, you know, like a couple of our colleagues, and I've even made a post about this one time, right? Like whenever they travel somewhere, you know, there is a very um, distinctive photo that they take, right? You know, there's one that has her hat. I got another friend who does like this bathroom, whatever. Well, I've done the same. I take my, my, uh, my water bottle. It is a metal water bottle. Usually I get my dental boss because, well, you know, I usually most of the time travel for dental. Plus I like it. But always at the airports, I find out most airports now, they have, you know, the refueling stations, I'm going to call it. Yeah. And I was at the, with one of, with my daughter at, I think, a trampoline park or something like that recently. And same thing, they had one for the refillable water bottle. And I love that. So absolutely. I mean, we had water fountains everywhere. I mean, that was just the norm. And so let's do the same concept before the bottles. And absolutely, we should eliminate like the disposable ones too at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Awesome. Great tips. Super easy. I love it. And, you know, you bring up a good point there that you do a lot of traveling. You are a busy entrepreneur and you're also a clinician. You're also a mom. You're a wife. I mean, how do you keep it all in check? What are your what are your go to tips for keeping the synergy going? Oh, my gosh. You know what? I just go. There is absolutely (laughs) no organization to this hot mess. I have tried to Pinterest things and I've tried to do the charts and the timelines and sketch stuff out. You know what? That takes time. That takes time to do that. I've even done like that home prep stuff, like with the groceries. You know what? I got to read the freaking ingredients, learn how to prep it. And I got to like open the bags and chop them up. And you know what? I can just go to the grocery store and have that stuff ready. I did not find that to be helpful. So I wish I had some really strong tips. Um, but you know what? I just keep my sanity because I keep my eye on the prize, right? You know what? My daughter is very important to me. So I want to raise her to be a really wonderful, lovely lady who contributes, you know, to our, our earth. I mean, whatever way that it is, you know, she could be a scholar, an engineer, whatever, but I want her to be great. So I keep my eye on the prize. So I just make sure that I have the time in the day, however that flexibility looks like. And Karen, you've kind of helped me with that too, right? I'm not having so much mom guilt if, you know, I don't always give my time to her, but, you know, I need to know when and where to do that. And she she is my number one, uh, regardless. I have a, a great spouse. So I've been with my husband for 28 years that so we have a 10-year-old. Um, but I have to admit, you know, so I give kudos to my husband. Couldn't do it without him because since you have a kid, you need, 
you know, you need support when you have a kid because, you know, especially, you know, when they're so young and the fact that, I mean, he supports me and lets me do, you know, do my thing and doesn't get involved. So, you know, that's nice to do. And, you know, I like to eat. And um, so they're probably to go to the grocery store. So I got to put that in my day too. So again, there's no timeline for that. A Google calendars does help, you know, so, but I wish there was some really great tips that people could be like, oh, I'm going to write that down. No, nope. every day I just fly by by the seat of my pants, but they keep my eye on the prize, you know, and, and I know what I want. So every day you got to squeeze in something and, and I do write to-do lists. So I guess I do do that on my phone. I do have the to-do list. So when I have those aha moments or, Ooh, I got to do that. I do write those down to make me accountable for, but eh, you know, just wing it. Right. Be authentic. <laughs> Didn't I say that already? Yes. <laughs> Yes. Well, you said, you know, you, you said, I don't have a tip that anyone would write down, but I think this is beautiful. You fly by the seat of your pants, keeping your eye on the prize. Yeah. So you go with the flow yeah. and you just keep going. I just keep going. I mean, you got things to tackle and put it on your list and, you know, but yeah. you're on the prize. I think that's great advice. Thank you. I think the other bit out of that, that people will probably find reassuring and a helpful reminder is that that Pinterest lifestyle that we see Mm -hmm. is carefully curated by people. You're not in the minority if you're not doing it. Right. Like that's kind of like a dream world that people are putting pictures together to create. Mm -hmm. Now, if you did see my daughter's 10th birthday party though, that was Pinterest quality. Yeah. I don't know if you caught that on Facebook, but I got some good ideas. And again, as a mom, that's just what you do, right? You stay up to like one o'clock, getting your cricket out and cutting stuff, ironing stuff and, you know, making it extra special. But (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's room for a little Pinterest in everyone's life, right? You got it. You got it. So earlier this morning, I was, I went out and did some early shopping and I was in the store and I was buying moisturizer and toothpaste. Um, and then I know, Linda, that you have some really good opinions and information and advice for people about like the chemical awareness of what is in the beauty products that we use and how next time I go to the store, could I make a more informed choice about what I'm actually purchasing? Oh, you know what? I love how you said opinions, because this is where, of course, we all have opinions. You know, I I am self-aware of chemicals that you can consume and chemicals that you lather on your body Mm -hmm. and so many other things. And you know what? And as we become more acclimated to things, you have a stronger, you know, awareness to that. So, you know, I've transitioned into like the organic world many, many years ago, you know, between conventional produce and just kind of Keep my eye eye on those things. Um, Soda, of course, we do not consume in our house for many reasons and being the chemicals part of that. But also like, got to now think about your beauty care. And right now I am like trying to find a good like uh, lipstick, right? A good lipstick, but I do not want to go to the store. And Mm -hmm. Karen, great question. Where do you go? So, you know, I'm an internet shopper. I'll be totally guilty. I'm somebody who's putting those retail shops, you know, out of business. Maybe I can go to like Ulta or something, I don't know, or Sephora, I don't know. But I just go on the Amazon um, or even just on the internet and I find pure beauty products. You know, I'm not somebody, I mean, I don't use a lot of, you know, beauty products in general. I like to have my freckles shine through. You know what? The cover up on my freckles with all that foundation and stuff. It's just, (laughs) it's not me. I don't know. And of course I'm a redhead, so I'm going to have rosy cheeks. But 
I've become aware that, you know, when you have lipstick, you're licking that stuff. I mean, you're literally consuming these things. And if you knew what those things were, you would not consume them as individuals. And there's tons of them. There's probably 20 plus ingredients in lipstick alone. And I will say, I probably have, I mean, probably close to like eight shades alone of red. Because I've been trying to find this red that goes with my logo. <laughs> and I've been trying to find something that sticks. And I hate it because I just don't like the way that it feels. But when I had this awareness that first of all, it just doesn't stay on. Why does it stay on? Because I think I'm a lip liquor. Like I'm licking my licking my lips all the time. I don't know. This doesn't stay on well. Why is it not? Because I'm consuming it. Somehow I'm licking it and consuming it. And it's in my body. And then I realize what ingredients that it has. I'm like, no way. I'm done with all these red lipsticks until I find something. So, you know, there's just an awareness and it's an opinion. It's you do you, right? You do you, whatever that it is. But like even sunscreen, you know, those are like, that's a concern. You know, I mean, just even hair products. I've become aware with my daughter, um, you know, my 10 year old who uh, she's not a redhead, but I think she's got some of my skin in her because she gets a little dermatitis. And we realized that these products, these detanglers that smell like very, very, and they've got this cartoon octopus on the front, man, the reaction that her skin gives to her, it's awful. And you know what? It's absorbed. And don't people say that your skin is like this biggest organ? And I'm sure, ladies, it's going to lead up to, of course, a product that I have in general, which is, you know, as dental people, we have toothpaste. And you know what? We can jump into the fact that, you know, people most of the time, I mean, most people have gingivitis, right? Most people have gingivitis and gingivitis is an open wound in your body. Mm. So just like cuts, right? Cuts that can get infection inside of them in your, your skin. Same thing with your mouth, right? So your gum tissue with gingivitis, it's bleeding, you know, certain sites are, and that's direct access for any chemical to get straight into your body. So dental floss is a chemical and so is all that toothpaste. Mm. And I really didn't realize, I mean, I did not realize about the, the dental floss until just, you know, a few years ago, realizing that, that almost all floss is made out of Teflon. Well, Teflon is a toxic plastic. I mean, you don't have to dig deep for that. It's well known to be a toxic plastic and it's Teflon and that's what your dental floss is. And then you read the ingredients. I don't know, like in my mind, floss was floss, right? Like an orange or an apple, right? It was floss. Well, it's not floss. It's a Teflon plastic strip just, and then with chemicals, there's at least, you know, like six chemicals and their waxers and all other kinds of stuff. That's a chemical. And again, now you're bleeding and voila, there's this, you know, chemicals that you're putting right into your bloodstream. It's really not pulling out plaque either. We can go that route too, because it's so slippery because it's all waxy. That's really not doing its job to begin with, other than just putting chemicals into your body. And then same thing with the toothpaste, you know, reading these toothpaste ingredients. And then alone, if you really realize what's in them, like you can't pronounce them for a reason. And I have people, of course, talk about how much more delicious, like, oh, it tastes good. Well, for one, that's why you don't recommend kids at a certain age to use toothpaste. It's not for any other reason other than it tastes delicious. It tastes like freaking candy and they're going to want to eat it, right? So there's chemicals involved in that toothpaste and you do consume it, whether you try to spit it out or not. And you are rubbing it into your gums, which have an open wound from gingivitis. So as an awareness, I just think all over, if you want to live healthy, live long, you know, move around and, you know, not have somebody take care of you. I mean, take care of yourself the best that you can while you're here. You know, otherwise don't be complaining. If you've got this problem, this problem, this problem. I mean, as we all know, most things are preventable. Most cancers are preventable. Most ailments are preventable. So that's my opinion. You do you, but you want to live well, live happy, live healthy. You know, be conscientious, right? And and be nice to our earth because this is where we live and we're responsible for this too, right? And chemicals get into the earth as well. I mean, 
think of Aaron Brockovich, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a big fun story. I mean, that's intense and it's all about chemicals. I mean, come on, people, be aware, have some accountability. <laughs> well, and it starts with you, you know, like if we if we think of the whole world and the earth and everything, but it really starts personally. And and you gave gave some amazing tips there and and really opened um my eyes onto like thinking about all these things, you know, like that we're consuming in one way or another. And um, that's, that's really something to think about. And like you said, floss, I always just thought floss was floss too. Right? It's just, it's just a string. Right? Who who thought that there was six plus chemicals in it? I know. Right. <laughs> it was just floss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's the devil. A good quality floss is not, it's most of the- <laughs> that could have been breaking news there. That's yes. right. Headline: Hygienist says floss is the devil. Don't quote me, okay? Don't quote me. <laughs> take it um, out. Zip. Yeah, Zip. yeah. Zip. We'll edit that one. No. <laughs> no, no, no. like yes, I knew it. <laughs> right? No, yeah. that's one of those quotes that people take out of context, and mm-hmm. that's where yes. though we get into trouble. So yes. we will keep that with the context of the chemicals. <laughs> It's not floss that's the devil. It's the chemicals. No. Yes, the chemicals. Awesome. <laughs> and the bad floss you guys are using. There you go. Well, that you know, that leads me right into your passion project, your, your Get Mouthy. <laughs> so tell us how Get Mouthy got started. Tell us what it is. And tell us how we can get involved with Get Mouthy. Well, you know what? There's a lead up story with me. I can probably keep you here for like hours. So you're like, oh, here we go. But, you know, Get Mouthy uh, was something that I started to assist with a nonprofit organization that I started as well, which is called the Dental Oral Care Project. But I have this Get Mouthy and I'm a little bit of a backwards entrepreneur. I came with the name first because I thought Get Mouthy would be a perfect name for a company that I that I own. And um, then I decided to come up with the logo. And then one day I am sitting around with a girlfriend, we're having a play date. Well, let me just step back one quick story. I really thought initially when I was putting together a dental subscription box, I was going to reach out to some of the contacts I had made with the influence, influencers that we that we know. So I had this nonprofit looking for a way to help support it, right? And I just thought of having this box and like a bark box, like an Ipsy box. And again, reaching out to the conventional products that we that we we all know, right? But that's where my self-awareness came. My self-awareness came from all these chemicals, all these plastics. And I decided at that moment, I could not contribute to that, right? And that is something in my Clifton strengths, you know, which is funny because we really dig deep when my top 10 is beliefs. When I believe in something, like that's how I leave. Like I would be really bad in business if I just had to be like, you know, that hardcore, you know, do or die, black and white. No, like I really became conscientious about the earth. I'm like, I can't do this. I can't contribute to that hot mess. So I'm going to still move forward with my box, but we're going to make it, eco-friendly. So I still have the name for it, right? Because I still I get mouthy because I have this idea. I'm like, oh, get mouthy and the logo. So I had those. So as I'm talking about the box and we're talking about things with this girl, as we're having um, a play date with our children, we had talked about when we were younger. When we were younger, we had our mouth washed out with soap for being sassy with our mothers. And I had it done. I did. And I only said so to my sister, but my mother hated that word. So, or however I said in context. And I remember my butt being pulled out of the bathroom and had my, you know, into hers and, be, and having my mouth washed out with soap. So anyhow, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is genius. This is genius. I want to have a tube soap. 
for my Get Mouthy box. Because again, we can design this to be completely eco-friendly, uh, to be you know fully sustainable. And you know it's going to be an all-natural product. And it is made here in the U.S. So I did find somebody who makes this tooth soap product for me. So my Get Mouthy box is fully sustainable. And that's how it's designed to be eco-friendly. What I love about the tooth soap is that it is chemical-free and it's vegan. And it's fully sustainable because, well, it's soap, right? Just, whoo, you brush with it and that's it. However, it has the most, or the, the main ingredient is coconut oil. Now, I'm a dental person. Dental people, we love fluoride. We absolutely love fluoride. We want to fluoridate everything and we believe in fluoride. And I know I'm not a doctor, so people can come back and be like, you know, blah, 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 you know, be kind of like, you know, get me with me. But I've done some research about fluoridation as well and how it uptakes and stuff like that to be smart about it. And also, you know what, my box isn't for the dental person necessarily. It is for the consumer, the public. And my avatar, I've done avatar, you know, her name's Chloe, is my avatar. She's conscientious about, again, chemicals. So she's looking for something that's a fluoride-free concept. But coconut oil contains fluorine naturally, which I absolutely love that. And upon my research about coconut oil, I do believe strongly in the benefits of it. And I think naturally, absolutely, it is an acceptable dentifrice. You know, coconut oil containing fluorine naturally. Um, yeah, it doesn't absorb into the enamel like fluoride, which is a compound. And it also needs plaque for that negative ion to uptake, right? So when you're brushing your teeth and everything, where's the plaque for that fluoride, blah, blah, blah. Like, again, I, we can debate that. But with fluorine, once it's in your body, because you're going to consume some of it, regardless, we always do with our toothpaste. That's why we should be using traditional toothpaste because of the chemicals. But it's in your saliva, and that's where it starts to remineralize your tooth naturally. And it also is antibacterial, so it kills the S mutant that is involved with tooth decay. It's antifungal as well. So I think of these infants or even the elderly with appliances that have to deal with thrush sometimes. So coconut oil, I think, is a wonderful medicament and, again, a very susceptible, you know, dentifrice to use. And that's what my soap is made out of, you know, primarily. And it also has clove and mint are the flavors. And I am working uh, with my maker to have some other, you know, different flavors because I've you know, listened to some feedback and... Now, again, people want it to taste like freaking candy. And I'm sorry, people, there's a reason why things taste so delicious. It's because of chemicals. Like even Hershey's chocolate. And chocolate, it's in that too. Like it tastes delicious, I know. But there's a reason. And in my product, there is no chemical. So it's good for you. You know, because what you put in your mouth matters. Mm. Mm. I love it. I love that it it's, you know, and so much easier probably to travel with and to um, just have in your house. And then your your box is a subscription. So right. So like you sign up and then you get it repetitively when you need it. Right. It is designed to be that way. Yes. Awesome. Well, just just so people can imagine, like when you're saying dental soap. What does it look like? Is it a squirty bottle? Is it a bar of soap? What do people get? Okay. So right now it is designed um, to be an initial box. So you're going to receive a box. So that way you have your travel tube, because if you travel, your toothbrush, your toothbrush has to be clean, right? So mm -hmm. it comes with a travel tube, but it is bamboo. So bamboo is a wonderful resource. It's plentiful. Um, and yeah, and it's, it's fully, again, compostable. So we love bamboo. So you have a travel tube, you have your toothbrush. You have a little holder, so that way on your countertop, you got a little holder for it because it's got to go somewhere, right? And then also there's going to be a reusable floss container. 
uh, with my cute little logo on it. And inside of that is going to be dental floss. Hopefully you use it because it's like 200 yards. So it's a very generous amount. I say it's probably a lifetime because people don't floss, though they should, <laughs> uh, but they should have it, you know, as a subscription. So it should not be building up. If it is, you're not flossing regularly. But anyhow, the floss is it's bamboo and charcoal. Uh, that's it. So I'm like, you can floss on the go. I do that. I floss on the go. It's a stoplight. I'll floss, you know, especially in other areas. I need to floss. So even like after lunch, you know, I go like Panera's. I got bagels, you know, like a poppy seed in there. And I got to floss it out. Just throw it out your window because it is fully biodegradable because it's bamboo and charcoal has a little bit of grit to it. So it still gets in between those tight contacts, but it's also gonna be able to pull, you know, some dental, um, pull out plaque. And then last but not least, as you asked, is this dental soap. So I have it designed to be in its own little bamboo soap dish. So it has a, a lid that comes off and it's aerated at the bottom and it's bamboo. But the, the tooth soap itself is a one by two bar. And how you use it is you get your toothbrush head wet and then you just rub it on the top of the soap and it foams up really nice. And that's what I love about this product versus a lot of the other, you know, um, earth-friendly, you know, eco-friendly um, to, you know, toothpaste alternatives is some of them are like those. They remind me of Altoy candies, right? They're, they're bits that you have to chew and they are, they're crunchy, chewy bits like Altoids. And I like, I like foam. I don't know. I want to be like a rabbit animal when I brush my teeth, you know, and um, it just is what it is. Right. So I like that. And that's what this is. And I mean, you don't have to scrub crazy, but it's a really nice foam and it cleans well and it's all natural. And that's what comes to the box. And as a subscription, yes, like your toothbrush comes every like, you know, two months because that's just, you know, it should come more frequent, but two months is good. But the soap itself does last, you know, last a while. I mean, you can push it almost, you know, nine months, believe it or not. So I wow. know, right? And then the floss, like I said, like those are designed to be replenished every six months. But the floss, like I said, people don't floss. Like, you know what? We all know that. So it's probably a lifetime supply, but you should <laughs> have to, re, re, you should need to use that floss more often. But that's what you get. And these are dental people too. So we can always touch base that I have. Um, that I've launched at Eco Smiles Dentistry, my um, consulting business, where we want to green up the operatories too. So mm-hmm. we don't need to take too much time. But I mean, these are dental people, right, that are listening. Yep. And you're practicing dentistry. And when you're practicing dentistry, you need to be conscientious of rotting out the planet, right? You're decaying out the planet by trying to prevent tooth decay. So also in our dental offices, there's things that we can do to uh, to reduce our carbon footprint, but it also increases profitability. Because we know as dentists, the bottom line is, is you want profitability, right? I mean, we can care about the earth, but they want profitability too. And actually, you know what? You are rewarded by going green. I mean, there is, um, it's wonderful. I mean, you can reduce costs in so many ways. So mm-hmm. I want to encourage that to all your listeners as well. Quick plug. Okay. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a very big, important point. And um, just briefly, if you could, how do you deal with the plastics in a dental office? Well, first of all, let's go back old school where you don't have to have single use disposable things for everything. Your profi angle, for the love of God, why can't we just autoclave those? I mean, that's what we did when I first got into dentistry and same thing with the profi paste. So just some basic things like that. I mean, let's go back and reuse things and not get these disposable. I mean, convenience is ridiculous. You're, You're plugging up the earth by doing that and they cost money, you know, as well. All these barriers, too, is absolutely ridiculous. It blows my mind, all of these plastic barriers. So check yourself. If you're listening to this right now and you have your operatories plastic up, next time you go to the doctor, you know what? Next time you go to your proctologist, you know what? You're getting a mammogram, your OBGYN. Next time you go look around, 
You don't have plastic on everything. And check yourself in your dental offices. I'm using that composite gun all the time. That's not plastic. We spray it, we wipe it, and we go. But yet you're worried about the freaking back of the, the, the chair, right? That somebody's sitting on just like they did at the movie theater or the airplane or, I mean, anywhere else. So remove these plastic barriers. They are not needed. I truly 100%, they are not required um, in any state, anywhere. Do you need to put a bag on your x-ray machine? Wipe it down. Be conscientious of what you're touching. Practice infection control. But let's not barrier just ridiculous things because in our mind, I don't know, it just becomes habit like anything else. But I mean, it's not like, I, I mean, just wipe it down, clean it, wipe it down, be conscientious about that. But by removing those things, and again, we got to stop buying plastic, stop buying plastic. Uh, and, you know, and that's where your money is. And then getting back to things that are all declavable. I mean, again, seriously, people, awesome. right? I mean, I can keep going. Oh, no, that's I mean, it's cheaper. It's cheaper to recycle than it is. You know, to pick up your trash. Because remember, trash, you're renting space. You gotta you gotta pay somebody to come and take your garbage. Mm-hmm. And you gotta you gotta pay someone to do that. And it has to go somewhere because they paid for land to throw it with other people's garbage. But recycling, there's an end user. Somebody wants your cardboard. They do. So to save all your cardboard boxes from your, you know, your instrument, like your orders, like you know what? Order less. That's emissions, right? Order less, um, bigger boxes, but cardboard, there is an end result for that. So just switch that out by 50%. You can reduce your hauling cost. So again, you're saving money and then you're giving people something that they want. I mean, people do want cardboard, believe it or not. And it's it's very simple, very simple. And it helps clean up the earth. And to recycle things like that it is better emissions as well. You mm-hmm. don't want to buy more paper. I mean, even though people think, oh, it's trees. No, oh, they're, no, no. Like you got machinery that runs this stuff that makes it happen. Like, that tree leaf just does not fly off like and then 500 of them stack on each other nicely into a ream of paper and they're at staples. That's not how this works, people. Like you've got trucks plowing this crap down and you've got trucks hauling this crap and then you've got machinery that has to shred it and make it and, and pack it just for a little bit of piece of paper so you can write a note on it or, or copy it and then crumble it up and throw it away. I mean, there's so many other ways, you know, right? So... There's involvement. Right. Now I'm on my soapbox. I'm on my soapbox now. Be kind. Be kind to the earth because I want to go to the ocean and not swim around your plastic crap. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and that sums it up perfectly. You see, I knew we would we would circle back to your love of the ocean. So there, there we go. go. There you go. <laughs> well, I love it. I think we're talking about all things green in this conversation. And we are the mint door. And, you know, we thought a long time when we were choosing what color was our door going to be so linda if you had a door that could be painted in any color what color would you paint your door oh my door would be yellow absolutely it would be yellow there's nothing more attractive than the bright yellow door that just you know it's like pizzazz and like welcome come and get yourself a cocktail and prop your feet up there's going to be some good conversation over the coffee table absolutely come on in I love it. Uh, and, and and thank you for wearing your yellow glasses that, yes, so yellow is a great color. I love it. Awesome. So, you know, if, if you look back in your life, um, maybe you could let us know or think about something that unexpectedly happened that um, really changed your trajectory. Oh, my gosh, that's so quick. 
Um, I mean, I have other like little things that can apply. And it's funny you asked that question because I was thinking about that today, that I am one of those people. There are little bits and pieces. But ultimately, when I was younger, um, I, I wanted to be on air, right? I wanted to be an on-air personality. I think it was Joan Hart or Mary Hart, somebody like that, that was like on Entertainment Tonight. Or, you know, I'm like, oh, I want to I want to be that person. So I had to enroll in Ohio University because they have a great broadcast, you know, um, school. So our journalism school. So I wanted to go into broadcast, you know, journalism, being an on-air personality. And so right out of high school, you know, it's the summer between high school. And my next door neighbor, so at this point, we kind of live with, like in a condo, kind of, you know, concept. My parents kind of separated, but they got back together, blah, blah, blah. So in this condo. But anyhow, the guy had moved in next door and he's a dentist. Never met him before. Mm-hmm. And he was having packages delivered to his house for his new office he was opening. And he was at home. So UPS had to deliver the package to my house. So I say that that doorbell completely changed the trajectory of my life because UPS rang the doorbell. I answered the door because, ah, you know, I'm 18. I just graduated high school. It's summertime. I'm probably laying on the couch watching soap operas, you know. And I answered the door and here's this box from Henry Shine. I remember. I mean, it was probably Sullivan Shine or something back then. Um, But then I met my neighbor that night. Um, and that totally changed. Like I can go in. I mean, ultimately at the end of the day, he probably wanted me in my, probably wanted in my pants. Cause he was like one of those guys and he was not attractive or he might've, I don't know, because I was young and he was a dentist, but anyhow, um, I just worked for him. He's like, Oh, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm going to school, blah, blah, blah. And I would just start working with him. One thing led to another. I enjoyed it. I enjoy the concept of dentistry and making changes. And I made that my career. And had I not accepted that package or had that doorbell not rang, I would have done something completely different. I mean, I could have been the next Oprah. I mean, so tip for tat, I don't know which ended up better, but I'm here and I'm happy and mm-hmm. I liked it. And here's your answer to the question. <laughs> well, there's still time. You can still be the next Oprah. You know what? I'm making my way. That's right. I'm making my way. That's right. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that is so cool. The doorbell. That, that's That's a wonderful story. Thanks for sharing that. Oh, and it goes with your door too. See, yes. my doorbell and my big yellow door. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> awesome. One day, like this image just came to my head that we need to create a graphic of all the people that were on our podcast and what color doors they chose. Yes, that's a good idea. All in a line, and we could see what everybody's doors were. So I think you're the first person with a yellow door. Though, yeah, you, you are. You're the first really? person to say yellow. Yeah, mm-hmm. the first person oh with gosh, that yellow door. Now, listening to you talk, it's so obvious you are a high achiever and you're a busy woman and you're pursuing dreams and goals. And when we do that, like generally as a population, it's it's diff- it's easy to forget the little things in our days that bring you joy. Um, we know that your daughter is one of your biggest joys um, in your life. But what's another small thing that would bring you joy that maybe we don't know about you? I'm a little bit of an introvert. So what brings me joy is that first cup of coffee in the morning when nobody is awake. Mm-hmm. And though I told you I'm not a morning person, I've never been a morning person. And I still struggle to this day to become a morning person. But there's nothing better than that perfect silence, no matter where I'm at. I enjoy it more when we are up at the lake, you know, where we're, you know, at, at our campground and, you know, it's outside and it's gorgeous. But nonetheless, right, it is quiet and I have the coffee just the way that I want it. And it's peaceful and it doesn't matter what I do, but I love that. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's like totally, Mm -hmm. it's quiet time. Believe it or not, I like the quiet time. And then, you know what? I'm in my thoughts. I love that picture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh. I wish I could get up earlier though, so I can enjoy it more. <laughs> Sometimes I get for like freaking fifteen minutes, and I'm jogging and I'm popping down and doing a quick search on social media. I don't know. Like, I wish I could get up a little bit earlier, so I have like an hour or so where I can read a book and I can journal and manifest. No, I just got time to enjoy that cup of coffee. <laughs> it's still special. Well, you're being authentically you, and that's what matters, right? You got it. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other way. I just got to accept it the way it is. <laughs> That's right. Uh, this has been a, just a joyful experience having you on. And I'm sure our listeners are curious, how can they find you if they're interested in what you do, if they're interested in the box, if they're interested in turning their offices into more eco-friendly um, and they or they just want to reach out to you? How can they find you? Well, I'm doing my best as a one woman show, right? A one person show as an entrepreneur and everything else to, to make myself very visible. So Linda Sherman, and remember my name's the Y, L-Y-N-D-A. So of course you can find me at www.lindasherman.com. You know, so got to have that domain. So you can find me there and there's a, there is a contact us button. So press that button and put your comfort, you know, your contact info in, what you like, you know, to know that would be great. You know, there's some social media out there. You know, of course I do. So get Mouthy Box, you know, has its social media pages out there. Eco Smiles Dentistry is getting its social media pages out there. Of course, I've been on social media because that's just what we do. We've been like that for a decade. So Linda Sherman again is my name. So there's, you know, ways to, but the easiest is just to probably get on lindasherman.com because then you can shoot me an email and I'll get it and we can go from there. Oh, fantastic. Thanks for making it easy. That's fantastic. We will make sure and have the links in the show notes. So if you're driving while you're listening to this, just hop on the show notes afterwards and uh, find Linda. Yeah, because um, even like the Get Mouthy boxes on the lindasherman.com too. So that's like a, a, a one for all, you know, stop shop. It's like Bucky's. I don't know. Isn't that one stop for shop? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, perfect. Well, Thank you so much for for joining us today and spreading more of your bright yellow light into the universe. We enjoyed this conversation um, and we can't wait to see what 2023 brings for you. I know. Just wait till the retreat because I got something up my sleeve. I love you ladies too. You know how much I enjoy you both. I mean, you're such dear friends to me. So thanks for just hanging out and shooting the shit this afternoon. I mean, that's really it. I mean, I know it's business, but at the end of the day, what a just joyful conversation. And to see you guys, it's just, it's a pleasure always, right? To be in each other's company. So thank you. Good to see you're, you. Yeah, you you're welcome. Thank you. Awesome. Well, we hope that you today as our listeners found a little bit of encouragement on the podcast with Linda and know that we adore you. So we hope to see you on the next episode of the Mint Door Podcast. Cheers, everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs>